When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. And we're away. Friday Form Panel. We'll get stuck into the music quiz as of the next break, Coxie, just wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get some songs ready. You know what I'm saying there, brother? That's the way. Uh, it's a bit of a calm after a massive carnival, but the way it works in Victoria at the moment and Australia, more Group 1 racing at Tabcorp Park, Melton. And look, we might even, if time allows you, I've got to get up at 10.32. My alarm's just had it just in case I don't make it to work <laughs> at 10.30. Uh, that'll happen again. It's probably on the five-minute setting. Right, so... Um, we might even, if we get time at the end, we might even discuss a couple of those very good races at Tabcorp Park and Nangle because we haven't really touched on them during the course of the week. We haven't. Uh, obviously, it just. Apart from just... Andy Gath having to go at, uh, <laughs> at Albie trying to get him to say. If you Kurt. haven't, if you haven't watched this week's banding questions, if you want a bit of a, a Friday, are we Friday? Yeah, it's Friday. Friday lol, uh, go and have a look because. That was some of your best work. It was it was very funny. Um, <laughs> I nearly, you know how I get to that stage. You were, like, you, you were gone. I, I saw. Uh, yeah. I saw you were gone. But yeah. it was like the vision was just spectacular. <laughs> this, this dog just it raises it. It's just fantastic. Yeah, go, go go back and watch it. But I was I was I was genuinely uh, frightened for for my mate Andrew Patrick Gath. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes. So uh, the pale face Eddie in the Sibelia Stakes. Mm. Uh, but it's just incredible, you know, I've written an article for the Herald Sun tomorrow and it's just, you're going to need to go into detox if you're a harness racing like fan and you're, like, you're into your high level harness racing, the serotonin and the dopamine that's been flying through the brain over the last few months, you're, you're going to need to go to an undisclosed facility soon, about March 6th, I'd say, yeah. after the Miracle Mile. There's a, there's a lot happening, it just... Yeah, obviously we're just wrapped up and then it just continues on, which is exciting because it means there's quality racing on all the time. But, um, yeah, a slight breather maybe now. Obviously you're having a couple of weeks yes. off, um, but uh, I'm having two days off. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a fantastic carnival and we spoke about it on Metrospective, of course. But as you mentioned, uh, Group 1 racing again this weekend here in Victoria. There is, and it's the continuation of the Aurora Australis series and. We'll get to this race a little bit later, the feature of the Night Pistol, but the other article, the feature article, the main article that I wrote was about Majestuoso and, and King of Swing. So they're the two heroes of last weekend, okay? And I admit that I've been I've been partially responsible for the King of Swing situation, but King of Swing has had his doubters all the way through. You know, you keep winning major races. He's now won, he's now got the resume of a modern day Great and absolutely the equal of anybody, bar maybe Blacks are fake over the last 20 years. He's won two Miracle Miles, two Hunter Cups, and a Blacks are fake. He's a champion, but Majestuoso now he's not at that level yet, but he's got the same feel about him that it doesn't matter what he does, it seems well, he's got unseen enemies for a start, 
You've got Michael Guerin again reiterating on radio yesterday that Sunday's son would have come over and belted him sideways and he wouldn't know where he was. He'd still have stars spinning around his head. And you've even probably got some people with the size of I'm Ready Jets runs saying, well, I think she's actually the best. He just got the best run. So uh, in, the, in the words of Roddy Dangerfield, he just can't get no respect. He just can't get no respect. He's yeah. $2.70 this week purely because of uh, – I know it's an awkward draw – but it just seems disrespectful for him to be two dollars seventy. Yeah, it does. And at the end well, of the day, at, at the end of the day, he goes out and he gets it done. Mm. And that's what you've got to do. I'm ready. Jet can put in these. And I love her. I, I'm a fangirl of of I'm ready. Jet. However, you've still got to go out there, be professional enough to get the job done. And that's what Majestuoso does more often than not. So yeah. I was I was quite surprised he is the price that he is for tomorrow night. Um, yeah, I thought he would be a lot shorter given his performances on the weekend. Archie getting another run on uh, the Friday form panel, which we love, just walking by the window. Uh, <laughs> Did you see actually that they have bought a, um, a slot in the the race yeah. in New Zealand? So Magnificent, really. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. um, uh, you might get the call up to, you know, offer some, uh, some advice on on uh, which horse they should target. I'd be more than happy to help out there. Uh, I think Michael Guerin will probably be in the mix as well, of course, SENZ and a great uh, partnership. And Joe, yep, all of us could. <laughs> we, you, uh, that, there might be a, a big board meeting. Who the hell knows? Uh, but, um, yeah, re- just a really interesting situation because if Majestuoso wins the night pistol tomorrow night, he'll have won three open class group ones in 15 days. Now, how happen, how much yeah. longer can they – at that point, again, they'll say, well, Sunday Sun still wasn't there and I'm ready Jets on in this race, so maybe it'll just keep perpetuating itself and we'll get to the next group one and I'm ready Jet will be there or something or, you know, eventually Sunday Sun they'll meet. But really, I just think um, well, I've got him on top. The way you're talking, you've got him on top as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he should be winning. Let's get stuck in the first race, eh? Yeah. Uh, and then we'll move forward. This is a really interesting situation now – uh, staggeringly, I guess they've waited a little bit later, but the prices are very, very similar. I've still got to wake up. <laughs> Coxie, could you turn the phone? Like, get, get rid um, uh, So, do, do you just keep hitting snooze? You've got to hit off, not snooze. I've never hit Chris Finozio in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. So, and you wouldn't want to, apparently. Rain down punches on me soon afterwards. So, Okay, the prices are very similar to mine. I had to kiss me Elvis at two dollars. He's a dollar ninety. He's had the one run for Wayne Potter. He was really impressive. He's always been a horse with a lot of ability. I wrote in the form comment. I'm not saying boy from Bondi Mark two here, but you know, there's there's a there's some synergy between the situations. Um, it's just from the draw. So if Art Frenzy gets taken out as the the emergency, you're you're in gate eight. Now I've marked him two dollars. And he deserves to be favourite and he'll probably win the race, but $1.90 seems very short. What did you make of it? Look, I think it is a tricky one. There's a few different horses with different form lines coming into this. And look, in terms of a map perspective, I think Rosarito Miss can cross to the pegs and usually takes a sit. However, I think they're going to only want to hand up to a suitable horse. Do they even try and lead? I thought maybe Aussie Playboy puts the foot down at the start and tries to get across. Yeah. So is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I am with Kiss Me Elvis, trialled superbly in the lead up to that first up run for Wayne Potter. Um, I think he, he got home in about 54 and change at, at Shep. And I know sectionals, trials, all that kind of thing, but then went on and uh, and franked that with, um, with a, a nice first up win at Cobram. Um, made a quick dash around to the front on that occasion and uh, won comfortably. So I think Mark can probably get off the pegs here and he looks to be in great form. Uh, Rosarito Miss goes in for second from the good draw, comes out of stronger races. Aussie Playboy was far from disgraced in that Vic Bread Silver Series and has since gone on to win three out of four, albeit in easier grade at country tracks. However, is racing well and uh, I've got Maserati in for fourth who uh, again is racing in good form comes out of a similar grade race last time out smaller field but went really well there behind belittled so it's um it's quite an open one and gee I, I definitely wouldn't be diving into anything below two dollars kiss kiss me Elvis because it's just always that inside second row drawer if the emerge does come out that um it makes things a little sticky, but uh, yeah, it is on top. Two, uh, nine two six three. Um, Tim Heller, who works at Harness Racing Victoria, does a magnificent job. Always likes to tell me to kiss Melvis. Well, and, it, and it is. It, it is. It doesn't. There's not two e's, but it, you know, I think it's meant to be kiss Melvis. Uh, <laughs> I've got him on top. He might just come out. Tell you what, if the eight gets a run somehow. Mm-hmm. Then I'll, I'll take the yes. $1.90. Yep, 100%. Every day of the week. 100%. Well, I won't get $1.90 anymore probably, but I'll take it $1.90. I'll take it $1.80 probably. I may even take it $1.70. But uh, if he's drawn inside the second row, Mark Pitt's still got to get off the inside. You're not going to follow through here. Then you've got to negotiate traffic. I know he – I think he's got a pretty significant class edge on these, but the two ways I'm going to bet the race at the moment – Rosarito Miss and Meserati, both one by three. So when I first picked up the guide, even though Kiss Me Elvis stares you, you in the face, Rosarito Miss, this is a really appropriate race for her. She's been racing against better grade. She likes short course trips. She'll get across the pole mark. I don't know what, mate. No disrespect. I don't know what major line is doing at $8, the same price as Rosarito Miss personally. But Rosarito Miss will get across and then either keep the front, as you mentioned, or hand up to Aussie Playboy. Either way, I think it's a pretty good situation for her. And Maserati's just trending in the right direction. So only just gets beaten in the final race on Hunter Cup night by Belittled. And prior to that, was a good winner. Also loves short course racing. I would I would think that they'd be more like, you know, five and six bucks, not eight and nine. So I'm, I'm maybe, it's not a lot of sugar, but one by three. I think you'll get your money back. Both of them running a place. Remember Wins the horse, your nice money. Remember the horse, a little bit of brown sugar? Yeah, a little bit of brown sugar. Who <laughs> trained it again? Oh, I used to race up Shepherd on my. Yes, a little bit of brown sugar. I'm, I will look that up in the break, uh, uh, but I do remember was it. Was uh, it, I reckon, red, black, and white colours? Justin Tawney? It could have been. I, I, would, I would have him favourite, yes. This is a great get if I get this. Someone will know. 0491736736 if you know who trained... <laughs> And or drove a little bit of brown sugar. Uh, so my numbers ultimately are nine, two, three, and six. But at the moment, I'd probably look at backing the two and the three on a one by three basis. Time for our first break. We'll come back, start the music quiz. I'll see if I can turn my alarm off. And we'll continue the Friday form panel. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday form panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an older one. Jason. Man-eater? 
Yeah, it is too. Oh, oh, here she right. comes. Oh, watch out, boy. <laughs> she'll chew you up. Yep. Yeah, good get. One nil. All right. And by the way, we are on Trot's Vision, I believe. Are we on Trot's Vision? Yep. On Trot's so. Vision, the Friday form panel. <laughs> Hi to everyone. And uh, and also SEN Track. And uh, this is one format where you can see my face not blurred out. So it's terrific <laughs> to see you all. Brittany Graham, I'm coming for you. I haven't even messaged you yet. I'm trying to make you stew. I haven't even messaged. Um, haven't responded. No, I don't think Brit's too worried. Happy birthday for yesterday as well. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Thanks. Don't be worried. Uh, yes. No. You were very. Uh, you were very sneaky about that. I'm sure if I had if I had my laptop and I could see teams, there would have been a few uh, happy birthday messages flying around. But you kept yourself out of the firing line and burning questions and such. So it was, it was probably a clever move by you. Well, uh, yeah. As I said yesterday, I wasn't going to. Um to, to give that information away um, freely. Okay. Anyway. Uh, now I know. It's, it's, it's in the steel cage that is my mind. Race two at uh, Melton tomorrow night is the first for the Trotters. And, uh, oh, was it nasty? This is real nasty. We heard from the great Andy Gath about Winebrae Wasted being his best. It's now seven fifty. I think it opened $11. It's got uh, almost the, the devil's numbers next to it. A few 666 with a 500X in the middle. Basically, this is this is a race between you know nice horses who appear to be relatively informal. They've shown something recently, and high quality horses that aren't showing anything or the start of their preparation badly drawn. Who did you choose? Which team did you pick? <laughs> well, uh, that's exactly right. It's a really difficult race, and I, I think yeah, as you mentioned, it's fair to say a lot of these horses aren't racing at their best, and um, it's awfully hard. A, a bit of um, disclosure. So I do my form on right. Wednesday. Yeah. Right, and the horse that I picked on top uh, is a big price, and but it did race. So it's Medina Sky. However, it raced at Bendigo last night and galloped out, and so it's now out of the draw. So it's gone from front row to it'll be outside back row draw. So things become a little bit more difficult. But the reason I went with Medina Bay is because she came out of that, um, a strong race in the Vic Bread Platinum Mare Sprint Championship, obviously La Serena. And she had no luck being held up there. Prior was a heat winner after doing some work to find the top. So I thought that form like looked good enough for a race like this, um, despite that wide front row draw. However, yeah, things are a little bit more difficult now, but I still could entertain something on an each way value if she behaves that obviously, um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, made a mistake last night. Um, Wineborough Waste, I had him for second. Wasn't a bad run, I didn't think, when first up against much stronger company. A big, strong horse who can take um, some racing, so should improve off that, I think. Wiz Bang Dan goes in for third, hit the line really well in a race where a number of these horses went around and configure, along with one over to Sun, who also um, went uh, went well in that race from three pegs, having a nice soft trip. So I've gone with the horses that have been racing in stronger races Probably not going as well, but um, yeah, I'd be playing a little bit of value here. One borough wasted each way and Medina Sky each way as well. Seven ten three one. Yeah, look, I I'm not sure I can help. I'm not sure I can help. Um, <laughs> it's interesting, uh, very similar named horses. So I've got, we, you're oscillating between Medina Sky and Medina Bay just then, and I've got one over yeah. the sun and then one over to moon in the form. So it's, uh, let's, let's separate church and state a little bit with the names. <laughs> uh, I've gone with one over the sun on top now. Face value, last start. There was a few of them that went around in the same race. One over the sun wasn't that great. But has gate speed, pole marking draw, might be able to hold them early. 
A uh, couple could do things wrong. Minimal pressure, 17-20. I'm, I'm happy to say I think, you know, I'm semi-happy to say that I think you can bounce back. $4.80, no great spoil, but uh, I've got it on top because you've got to have somebody on top. I've also got Medina Sky. I don't even know that being outside the draw is that much worse than being – because if she'd rolled forward here and there's no – and I, I think she makes more mistakes off front row draws as well. Um, and if she rolls forward here and, and you know, you're pratted for a while, that could have been the case. That's no good either. The thing is, you know, because she's had a lot of experience over short course trips, you've got a pretty good profile of what she can run, you know, over seventeen twenty if she does everything right. So at the price, yep, I'm with you. Whizbang Dan in for third. Uh, good run last start. And the eye catcher out of that same race was Andover Sun. And we know Andover Sun at his best. He was a star juvenile. He was a really good horse. Uh, he's been l- literally in a deep, dark Horrible hole for a long time. But that last start run was an indication. And if he somehow found his best, he'd be miles better than most of these. So uh, really intriguing race. And don't worry, it's not going to get much easier in about 45 seconds because the next race is a genuine field job. But I'm going one, seven, three, and four. Now, I wrote in the form comment for the next race that no, I've never seen a race that says throw field in the early quality more than this one. I know it's a small field. It was arguably even worse when Sanday was in. But if you can definitively tell me, to find definitive again, if you can definitively tell me that any of these can't win, well, you can't, can you? They can no, all win. No, so, I, I left this race when I was doing it. I, I started away. looking at it and I walked away. I thought, no, 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 I'm, no. I'll come back to you last because I just looked at it and went, this is a headache. Don't get so, angry, get even. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did this race last and I still had no idea when I came back to it a couple of hours later. Uh, what happens at the start? I think Finn Frost probably gets across for Larchi. Rick Riley, does he breeze? Does he go back? Uh, Struve has been driven with cover recently, so potentially goes back. Small field, but does not make it any easier. Uh, a few went around against each other last week, and I think the run of them was probably Rick Riley, who sat parked and was narrowly beaten by Shorty's mate. Uh, they they ran 153.4 there. So for that reason, his consistency, I've got him on top. Um, we've had an up and down relationship, Rick and I, but um, he goes on top. Struve in for second. Looked like he was going to run past them last week. Had a nice trip in the 1-1. Didn't, but hard to find too many excuses for him. But we know it. he's best. He's got uh, that quick turn of foot. Valachi, as we know, it's been well documented. Knocking on the door. Gets a good trip here. However, We've mentioned it before. He just lacks that high speed, doesn't yep. he? And and the sprint lane at Melton, I just think it's not ideal for him. He just he needs longer to wind up. He'd be better coming from out wide yeah. than hitting the sprint lane. And I've gone with John Luke for fourth, but I think he's a winning chance because he wasn't far away in the Mercury series. Prior was third behind, like a wildfire, and Cruz Bromax. So that's a super strong Decent form race. Um, so look, uh, you know, I've got no knock on on Finn Frost, and if he's in front, but. Yeah, I just thought John Luke can can run a bit of a race and um, might be after going through that Mercury series in the short course. You know that might have helped him. So I've gone five, seven, one, six. All right, I've gone seven, one, two, and three, and I've got a cunning plan here. As Baldrick used to say on Blackadder, I've got a cunning plan. Right, your my map's the same as yours. Finn Frost in front, Velarde behind the leader, Rick Rowley in the breeze. You had Rick Rowley in the breeze, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Well, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I. Let's stick him there. Yeah. Okay. Let's get the whiteboard out. I thought out. Major, major man by maybe. Yeah. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, John Luke and Struve may probably go back, and then one of them has to cut the other one in at some point. Yeah. 
We're going to go for a break right now, but when, I, when we come back, I have got a cunning plan how to make money out of this race. Okay. And I'm very confident we're going to do I'll it. I'll get my book pen. It, it, it's, it's just one bet. It's just one bet. But we'll come back and talk about it very soon. I can't hear the heart out music, can I? Is it playing, Coxie? It's not playing yet. So I have to keep building up the cunning plan. It's a really, really cunning plan. I'll be back. Uh, hard out. When we return, I'll tell you how to bet in race three, and we'll continue on this program. Saturday night at Tabcorp Park, Melton. Nine races up for competition. Feature event, the Group 1 Night Pistol. The Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Nikita. Mm. Staying alive? Yeah. Yes. We played every Sunday on South Sundays. I thought you would be way quicker on that. Yeah, I was just, I was just sort of... A little bit of dreamland. Um, yeah, not not quite one all. It's good for the competition. Uh, okay, so race three. Yep. How do we make money? You're just back for large. You straight out of place at $2.30. And I'll tell you why. Yep. If they absolutely walk here, Finn Frost might win. But I don't think anything else. I think Vilarchi will still run second. I know, you know, I think I've been the biggest advocate of all that he's, that he's uh, Achilles heel is his point-to-point speed. Yep. But if they absolutely walk, it's probably still leader behind leader, first and second. And if they go real quick, he will run past Finn Frost. And I, I think only maybe one other might get to them. So if I'm looking at one horse out of this race, I haven't got Vilarchi on top. I've got Struve on top for reasons I can't. Really explain, unfortunately. It's, it's very vibe-based. Uh, it's true Marbury, here. It's very Marbo, yeah. Uh, it's very Land Rods. vibe for, and, uh, <laughs> no, that's it. It's the vibe. K- K- Coxie's right onto it. That's that outstanding is, that work. True. Round of applause <laughs> for, uh, for Matthew Cox. Um, but but Valachi, if I had to pick one that was most likely to run top two, it would be Valachi. I, I don't think he's the most likely winner. But uh, I, I can add no more to the conversation, so I'm going to leave it at that. But I will say, I reckon I reckon I found a loophole in this race, and that is okay. $2.30, have 50 bucks, whatever your budget says is about right for Valachi a place, and I, I, don't think you'll, uh, I don't think you'll walk away unhappy. Finally, the early quarter is another small field, and now we've got a, a very cheap kill. I marked I'm off and got $1.40. We're getting $1.33. No doubt you've got her on top, but how do we play the race, Skeeter? Yeah, well, I'll have to get the market up and have a look. Um, I did look this morning. If you had I'm off and gone and a horse that we'll speak about in the next, mm-hmm. You Are My Sunshine, yeah. $2 I think you can get for both of them. Not bad, is it? Yeah, that's okay. I think they both should be winning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm off and gone. Ran seventh last time, but her run was super. It was group one. She was back. It was a dash home. She ran the quickest last half of the race and she looks the class runner here. She's the one to beat. She's shown her versatility over the past few weeks. So what, fourth in the Leadership Cup after sitting three pegs. She's racing so consistently and does look the major danger. Pray tell did some work to get to the breeze last time out and wasn't beaten far, so she should get a nice trip and goes in next ahead of Rokasaki, whose run I actually really liked last week. Uh, she hit the line well in that um, 151.4 run, which was won by My Name Is Jeff. So that is my first four, but uh, I'm off and gone. Should be winning this, you would think, 5-6-1-4. So... I'm with you here, not quite exactly, I don't think. I've gone five, five clearly on top here, five, six, four, one for me. So just tell me uh, uh, what you think is going to happen at the start. So Praytel's got moderate gate speed. I think Miss Dangerfield just drops in behind and looks for the cheapest possible run. Ruby Wingate doesn't generally get out that great. 
Does Rokasaki get the lead here or does so what try to ping across from out wide? No, I don't think so. Um, Rokasaki probably pushes forward. Lance might go back with so what. Yeah, that's – I will – yeah, I, I thought – I thought Rokasaki – so the opportunity we've got here, I can add no more to the I'm off and gone debate. She will win the race. To be honest, there's a few things against it. The short course trip doesn't really suit her, I don't think, probably as well as a longer trip because she's got class and the longer you go and she's not a gate speed type, so she'll get back and she'll have to own them with, you know, raw talent and ability, which she will do. But here's how I reckon we play the race. So five to be one, four, six, one, four, six, field first four, because Rokasaki is clearly a longer price than pray tell or so what, and actually continues to race really well. Even the last run was eye-catching. So if Rokasaki was in front, I'm often gone, raced, you know, quite in the breeze, put her to bed. She could still run second. And at $13 being clearly the fourth favourite here. In fact, she's outside Ruby Wingate even. She's fifth favourite. Yeah. And the other thing is, in races like this, generally one, one runner underperforms for whatever reason. So Miss Dangerfield is sitting here at 51 and 12, and everyone will leave her out of everything. But the truth is, if she sits in behind Pray Tell and gets that really, really soft run and something has a bit of a dip and it doesn't work out or one underperforms, your first four dividend will exponentially explode by Miss Dangerfield running fourth. And it's not outside the realm of possibility. So that's the way I'd be playing the race, but there's no doubt that I'm off and gone looks an extremely likely winner. We'll get through one more before the next break. First leg of the quaddy. You've already mentioned it. You are my sunshine. And once again, uh, too good. The book is, in fact, you are my sunshine has now been backed into $1.55. You will not see this too often. Gate 11 at Melton and paying $1.55. No. And it's I now gotten slightly ridiculous. He will win, yeah. but it's now gotten slightly ridiculous. It, it has. Yeah, it has. Um, but he does look the class horse. What happens at the start here? Duke of Dundee was scratched last week, but does have good gate speed. So I think probably has a dip at the start. October rain, um, I think, would probably look to take cover. So um, could be Duke of Dundee in front, but I'm sticking with you on my sunshine. He was terrific last week. Spoke about it yesterday on Burning Questions. Um, yeah, he's gotten better each time, this each run, this this preparation. Fourth up here. Probably that, that if I had one question mark on him. Yeah. That besides the draw, um, is the fact this is his fourth run in four weeks mm-hmm. after such a long, long spell. He could be the horse that just relishes it and, mm. and continues to improve. But I, I don't know. I just, it just, when you've gone week, you know, and he's had tough runs as well. Like it, last week was a tough run. The week before was, you know, he was tired at the finish, but got the job done. It just, I just have that slight question mark, you know, but. He I'm, seems to be loving it, and he seems he like he seems like the profile yeah. and the physique of a horse who can handle he it. Does, but yeah, yeah, he's a beautiful, yeah. strong, big-looking horse. So, look, sticking with him, um, October Rain comes out of that four-year-old Bonanza, was back, held up, had excuses there, and we know what a high-quality race that was. Prior, he did some work and was third to you, I'm our sunshine. He's a quick horse, and I think he'll love that draw and be saved for one sprint, so I've got him clearly running second. Radius comes out of the breakthrough final, which was a pretty strong race, likely to be three pegs here and won't be too far away. And 
and um, it's, it's quite open for fourth. I've thrown in Belittled, who's going super. We got him up last week in the last race of the night. We need a touch of luck. This is much stronger than that race last week, but he, again, won't be too far away. Um, I, I think the better of the race was probably, I haven't checked again this morning, but um, October rain, the place was 2.20, still is. So that's the way I would probably play because Dollar fifty five is is very short for you, and my sunshine. So, uh, October in the place is the way to go. A eleven one eight nine. You pretty much get a break, I reckon. I've got pretty much exactly the same. Eleven one nine and eight. The only difference, I think, the best bit in the race is October in the place. Uh, again, that's, that's what I said. Yes, oh. no, this is what I'm saying. I don't, oh, you I don't, said the only difference. No, well, the only difference is 11, one, oh, nine, and eight right. instead of eight and nine. Okay. Uh, no difference between October rain. The way you looked at me then, that's what, <laughs> that's what, that's what I just said. <laughs> Didn't you listen to me? Jeez. Be careful. Be careful, men of the world out there. Look. <laughs> yeah. Listen. I, <laughs> I just. I did, did, no, I thought you were saying that we'd, it was different. No. When the same. 11, one, nine, eight. Uh, October rain. I wouldn't totally rule out the idea of October rain. You know, most sunshine's my best in the card. But October rain could nearly win it. Duke of Dundee's a very quick beginner, but October rain, if you go through the runs up in the Carousel series and such, uh, and who did he cross? He crossed really easy in like a heat of the Vic Bread Super Series. Might have crossed Springy Step, I think. Uh, it just went boom. So he's got, he's got good gate speed. And to be honest, it hasn't really worked yet, but they are willing to drive him a little bit tougher. Of late, uh, they took off in that race where they were beaten by You Are My Sunshine. So the only the only way October Rain wins is if You Are My Sunshine runs into a stack of traffic and October Rain gets an easy lead or something similar to that. But definitely the place. And if you if you don't like just backing him straight at the place, I would just forge trifectas around eleven to beat one to beat a few others, eleven to beat a few others to beat one, with a with a real focus on October Rain to run second. Yep. But who you throw in for third? Geez, you could throw in just about anything, couldn't you? Radius and Blittled, obviously, in the mix. Castle Retreat actually went great last start. It is $8 a drum. He's under wraps. He's going okay. Stingray Tara caught the eye a little bit. Now, Captain Confetti's got ability. So, you, you, may, look, maybe even Smith, Smith Stars Lexus might be the only one you'd rule out. And unfortunately, our old mate Mongiana is just not uh, going. He's about the only horse you've left out. But well, he, he, well, he was playing last week. Um, but he, He's been he, playing a couple of times recently. Yeah, but he's the type of horse that. He'll come out and run a race at big odds. Like, yeah. he does that. But uh, he probably was as poor as he has been last time. But um, I reckon two but, of his last three have been as bad as I've seen him go. He and Western Sonoda were both playing that night. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm somewhat willing to just put a line through it and hoping he runs a better race. Been saying that, I haven't. Got him in my first four. Now we've got to wait and watch Mongiana, whether we're going to back Western Tonnet or not. Well, this is getting confusing now. We'll go to a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, so what Mitch Sidebottom's up to. Okay. I haven't contacted him, but uh, we will. And hopefully we'll have Moo on the line around 11.30, but we'll get through one or two more races first here on the Friday Form Battle. You are watching on Trot's Vision and listening on SEN Track. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Oh, oh shit, I know this drum feel. Why can't I get it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jason. That was a Sunday, bloody Sunday. Sunday, bloody Sunday. We've got a, a clear theme today, I think. Right. It's going to go against me. What is it? 
shoulder socks. <laughs> All right, have a go, Coxie. Bang. That's, no, not, that's just, not going to help you either. So he's an old man. And, uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that era. How old would that song be? I'd say about 86, 87, something like that. Yeah, well, there you go. I wasn't born. I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great 21st in 87. Uh, yes, all right. Is this 1,200 metre? Right? No, it's not. 1,720, but there's a lot of horses who raced it in 1,200 metre. Right? Western Sonador, my old mate. Murph. Murph. I call him one time. I messaged you one time and you told me it was Murph. And now I, I, every time I go to use his nickname, I think because I, I know it's Murph now, but I, I called him something else. And then yeah, now I say, is it Murph? Did I, did I, it was something like, wasn't him close to Murphy? No, it was. It was like, uh, it was another like nickname, <laughs> surname, nickname. Might have even had a fin it. Like, pff, I don't know. I can't remember. Murph. Anyway, they've let. They've really done us a mischief again here with the prices because at a dollar seventy, they're both. That, he's on the dividing line of I can't back you. I reckon you win. I can't have a bet. I don't know what to do. Far too short. Far too short. I think. I don't know about. I, I think two dollars. I'd be happy to get involved. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe two twenty if if I was being real nasty, but I think two dollars I'd be happy to get involved. A dollar seventy about a horse who maps as poorly as he does over seventeen twenty. And we can't know 100% where he's at right now. No, but he's still a clear on top selection. Yep, I agree with that. Um, look, he was disappointing last time out, uh, but excellent in the Shepparton Cup. And um, prior to that, had been racing at the top level. He has for a while now. And, um, yeah, really just didn't have much luck in, in New South Wales during that Inter-Dominion series. So drops back in grade here. I think if he's close to his best, he can take this out. This is the most suitable race he's found for a long time. Uh, Jilby Suester, <laughs> um, you're shaking your head at me. He didn't have much luck in the pure steel. He was held up to the line. Has Overall, good... I've been right about this horse, haven't I? Uh, no, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> what do you get, um, three years to, three years to, for him to bounce back and prove he's some sort of superstar? No. Right. Uh, I just think he's a consistent horse. I think the yeah. Um, Would we think he was better than that or not? Uh, no. All right. Anyway, so, keep going. Um, has good gate speeds and might press onto the top here. And he's never too far away in these races. Um, he may not win them all, but he's never too far away. Enchanted Stride was trialing really well in the lead up to uh, her return to the track. Had no luck in the Leadership Cup. I backed her at twenty two dollars a place just for um some fun there, and she was oh she was held up. So. Um, I think she can run a race and um, she was an emergency up in Sydney and I see she's been scratched from there. So she will compete down here. Um, and who in the end I've thrown him for fourth has been building back to his best. I think last couple have been good and uh, I think he can run well here, but um, fingers crossed we can see Western Sonador bounce back into the winner's list. Six, five, seven, two. Yeah. Well, you've gone uh, one of your faves for second. I've gone one of mine. Um, Western Sonador on top. If you go through... You've gone ideal some magic. Yeah. Jeff oh, he's a bit stiff. I've left him out, to be honest. Uh, and Hulie in the end's a bit stiff that I've left him out, to be honest. Uh, but they'll, they will go in a staggered quarter here. One out with Western Sonador, and then I'll have four others. Uh, Hulie Nien, Julie B. Sylvester, Enchanted Stride, and Ideal some magic. But back to Western Sonador. Occasionally, when I'm, I, go, I go way too far uh, doing the form... Particularly in short course races, I go back and have a look roughly what mile rates they've run their you know their best their best efforts from their last five six seven goes over a mile. Well, he his are just light years ahead. I mean, he's run second in a Newcastle Mile, 
he's a genuinely very good horse. Even when he's been beaten like seemingly a fair way, it's not a fair way because VHRC Caduceus Classic, Group 1, mile race, under 10 metres. It's always under 10 metres yeah. in unbelievably strong races. But, and I discussed this with Steve O'Donoghue the other day when we were uh, riffing over the uh, unfortunate retirement of the great Muzz San Carlo, that the only concern is, and this is the race that Western Sonador needs, but the concern is what is getting beaten over and over and over again by really good horses and trying your guts out, do to you mentally? Does he need it? Does he need a full freshen up or something? Well, I think we'll know after tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, because on ability, he should blow these away. And if he comes out and goes super, he might even head up to Sydney. But this race will, will determine that, I would say. And you know what? This might be all he needs. If he just if he just brains these lot, this lot, then he he might get all that confidence straight back and be like, I'm ready to roll again because he is a very good horse. So him on top, then really nothing between the next four. Ideal some magic. I just think only horse drawn off the second row. You can get off. There might be a bit of heat on early here. Slide through. Have a few behind you. Uh, I actually th- think he went huge racing against Patton last start when he was uh, sent forward to the breeze. He's a better off speed horse. Enchanted Stride is, I'm with you, just flying. So the, the trial was outstanding, turns up, uh, running up bums in a Group 1 race last time out. This might not be the race, but she will be winning at her next couple. Uh, Julie B. Sylvester is your likely leader. I don't think he'll lead for a fair while, and then one or two will run past him. And uh, Hulu Nien is no doubt flying again at the moment. Be interesting to see what happens early between he and Love and a Chevy, to be honest. Um, but uh, he'll go in staggered quaddies here with Western Sonnet all one out. My numbers are six, eight, seven, and five. One of the all time great gets by me a little bit earlier, a little bit of brown sugar, Justin Tawney. She's <laughs> getting more into Javon every day, isn't she? One of the all time great gets uh, by me. I'd like everyone to bow. Kiss my ring. Race seven. Is the, <laughs> Surely it was a good kit. Very good kit. Outstanding kit. One word, you know, it, it's a bit more difficult when you name the horse and then get it. I'll tell you, I, I'll, it's like the old Blake Redden. Who's message today? Might catch up with him tonight. He sent me a message for my birthday. Did Blake. he? That was nice. <laughs> what a sweet um, <laughs> we, we would He would make sure he absolutely knew something. He'd research it and then he'd bring it up in conversation and say, I think this is, I think this is right. I think, is that right? I think, and he'd be like. Mate, there's no doubt. I can tell you have previously researched this, made sure you got it spot on, no, brought I it into conversation, and then sort of gone, oh, I think I might know this. I had no idea. You no, know, because you read, no, read about I it for no, three hours. When I brought it up, I didn't know. I just double-checked. Mm. No, I, I believe you. Yeah, thanks. You're an honourable person. I'm ripping pages. <laughs> I need that, actually. Uh, Ray Seven's the Night Pistol. We'll get through this before we go to the uh, the news. This is the feature, as I mentioned Honestly, I reckon, personally, you could – there's only three winning chances. And if you were somebody who just liked to scrape the cream off the top of the vanilla slice – that's a poor analogy. That's not worth the cream. Anyway, you don't have to back – you could back three runners here for varying amounts and still make money. Majestuoso, Sundon's Courage, and Always Ready. But I am – yeah, I'm, I must say I'm a little bit staggered that Majestuoso is $2.80. I marked him $2.20 and was wondering if I was being a touch generous. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, $2.80 seems a great price for him. It is a pretty quick 
front line. Uh, Hatchback leaves well. Sundance Courage always ready. I think always ready can find the top. I don't know if Sun. I don't know that um, Sundance Courage will will kick up that much and try and. I don't know, do stacks early? Albie mentioned yesterday he thought that Always Ready is going to have to do a heap of work to find the top, but I probably don't think so. I think Sundon's Courage might be happy enough to just sit handy in the running line. Um, so that's how I read it anyway. But um, look, he sat parked in the Great Southern Star Heat and was beaten by under a metre, failed to make the final. Um, prior run was excellent. And I think he'll give Majestuoso something to chase. Um, but yeah, I've got to stick with Majestuoso. They're the two clots. Two clear top picks for mine. And um, Sundance Courage, who's absolutely flying, carried a flat tyre in the Great Sun Star Heat and was in that slowest heat so failed to qualify. Good draw, can be handy and not have to do too much early. And Temporale, who uh, took out the Great Sun Star Heat, wider draw here. So he could potentially be the one in the breeze unless Gestuoso makes that move, um, which if the tempo slackens, no doubt he will. So, yeah, that's how I read it, 8, 3, 2 and 6. Yes, I'm going uh, eight, three, two, and six as well. But here's here. I think about this map a little bit differently, and I agree. I don't think always ready is going to have to do much work to find the front. I don't think hatchback's got very much gate speed compared to some. So I think sometimes carriage will be across hatchback in a few bounds, and I think always ready will be past sometimes carriage in a few bounds. And I think they're all going to real. I think they're all going to realise as well. The best horse in the race. Is back there. Why am I? Why are we burning each other up? I, I think there'll be a gentleman's or understanding not to not to kill ourselves when it's only going to help Majestuoso at the back. So sometimes carriage behind the leader, always ready in front. I'm surprised Temporale is so short because I feel like at this stage of his career to win these races he needs to lead. I can't see him crossing. Always ready. He's quick. Always ready. Very fast though. Yeah, I don't think he gets crossed, but I thought he was really good last weekend. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I, yeah, I, yes, um, even 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 the run from heat to final, yeah, yeah. Look, I don't I don't think he's a five dollar chance anyway. So I've got always ready in front. Majestuoso has to get off. It'll be interesting to see what transpires in that first five hundred meters because the beauty of this horse and why another re- reason why he's underrated. You can do a few things with him if they're going slow here. It'll just whip around to the breeze. If they're going quick, he can sit and come with one run. So he's not a one-dimensional animal by any stretch. I think some people think he's just a speed horse. Maybe they don't think he can breeze. He's already proven that in the Dullard Cup he breezed, didn't he? So uh, he can whip around if he needs to. And the thing is, he can sustain three consecutive quarters almost at top speed. Most good horses can only do it for two, for 800 metres. He can do it for 12. So he's the on-top selection. Uh, I thought Sunon's carriage might be the danger here because if Majestuoso gets a full head of steam up and puts it to always ready, I think Sunon's carriage is still crying out and dying to win a race like this. And, and if he is behind the leader, gets every conceivable uh, love bug in the cart. Always ready has beaten Majestuoso on multiple occasions when leading. There are different stages of their career now. Always ready has gotten better probably. Majestuoso has gotten much better. He's the other winning chance. And, uh, and then you're out to... Look, Temporale and Wobbly, I'd also be including somewhere in my exotics, but uh, really, I'd be playing Majestuoso heavily to win and a small saver on Sundon's Courage probably and leaving it at that. That's the night pistol. There's our analysis. We'll go to the news, come back. With me. 
with me, with Mitch Sidebottom. He will join us here on SEN Track and Trots Vision for the FFP, the Friday Form Panel. The Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Oh. Oh. It's a good song. <laughs> I love this. Should know this. Yeah. Sounds very killers. Killers? Nikita, like you mean it? Well, it's smile like you mean it, isn't it? I get that, yes. That's yeah. a tip. <laughs> <laughs> is, Sam, is that a yes, Sam? Yes. Great song. Too old. Too old? Yeah, too old. This is a great Since battle. This is another great battle. And uh, we've got Mitch Sidebottom on the line. How are you, Moo Man? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Bon. How many do you like at Kilmore tonight? Uh, not many, actually. Oh. I'm not not overly keen on the punt this weekend, um, uh, but I found a couple to have a small play at at Kilmore. Tell us the races because Skeeter and I just love a competition. So you tell us the races, and we'll see if we can read your mind. There's another there's another link to the killers. Did you like that, Coxie? Read my mind. Yeah, give me a nod. Well, thanks, mate. Um, what races are we playing, Moo Man? Uh, races two and seven. Well, let's start with race two. I mean, the important thing here is actually getting moose tips. But we, we, it won't we're be the favourite. He'll be going around. Come on, Carly. Jeez, what's he found here? Did I'll Martin... say the four. Yeah, I'm saying the four as well. Though. He's the mighty spin. Is that right? Um, no, but I did think about going the four. Um, I'm keen to take on the two, two of the horses in the market here that are very unreliable. Jenny's favourite and come on, Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they gallop, gallop more often than not. Um, no question in their ability, but uh, I just thought I'll find someone, something at a bit of value here that I can play each way. So I've gone with a bit of a dreamer. Drops slightly in class. Um, yeah, it's no superstar, but I, I just thought at the price it was worth an each way play. Um, yeah, as I said, Keen to take on the two two of the horses in the market. Um, yeah, not against having something on He's the Mighty Spin as well. Um, it's It's been trotting okay lately. So, yeah, that was my play there. A bit of a dreamer. A bit of a dreamer, okay. We weren't going to get that one, I don't think. We're getting 950 Kim Proctor and Brad Chisholm combining. A couple of the uh, inhabitants of Andy Gath's place out there at Long Forest that I visited last week. All right. We're on to race seven. And again, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't want to play this game anymore. I don't know what we're looking at here in race seven. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say. I'm going to say the six. I'm saying the six as well. <laughs> Mr. Rebel? Uh, no, I don't like the six. Um, oh. <laughs> I actually, I was keen on two horses here, but the prices have pretty well gone. Um, they are Davy Minga. I think it's the best horse in the race. Going to get a soft trip. Um, it's just got to get out at some stage because I'm not sure it'll be leaders back. 
Um, it may be three pegs. Um, but, yeah, definitely a big drop in class for Davy Meager. It was $5. It's into $2.90. Um, yeah, if it sort of got back to 350 to $4, I would say well worth a play. And, and the other one I thought was an each-way go, uh, well, half an hour ago, it was $11 and $2.70. Uh, now it's six fifty and $2.00. Um, the one Mary Dancer got good early speed. It's going to settle pretty handy, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it runs a place at a minimum. So I'll be yeah sitting and waiting on those those two, um, hoping for a slightly better price. Outstanding. Now we're told you're not that keen on uh, Melton tomorrow night, but if you got it, can you at least give me an opinion on Majestuoso at two dollars eighty in the night pistol? Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's overs. Yep. Um, yes, it wasn't very impressive. I know it just won a Group One, but um, for, by its standards, it you know it just looked a run. It had the right trip and it and it held them off. But I've always thought Majestuoso was a better horse coming off the speed, um, and gets to do that here. So yeah, I, I think it's overs. Um, but yeah, definitely no moral. Now, how's the how's the lawn bowls going? Where where, where are we at there? Uh, yeah, no, nah, we're sitting second. Yeah. Um, where yeah, the side Shep Golf they're going for seven flags in a row. They're undefeated. They haven't lost in a, in about three seasons now. So, um, yeah, we're going to have to pull off an upset if we're going to beat them. You're a, you're a dedicated man. You put he, he, the weekends, the things that he misses to just push hard and try and create a miracle for his team because he leads them and he's the man that they rely on. He's moo. Um, but, uh, look, that, sound, that sounds extremely hard. That sounds like uh, in the GFL, who was it? South Barwon or something like that. I can't even remember. They won about nine GDFL flags in a row and you're just seeing yourself. Just call the competition off. Go and have a beer. Go and do something else there's, with Saturday. There's always Go and have a, a golf. team like that, isn't it? More often than not, there's always a Kilmore, I know, in the GFL moo that, you know, ah, Kilmore, sorry. Kyabram for years, weren't they? They were just so hard yeah. to beat. Yeah, like they were, they were. But on Grand Final day, um, who was it? Shep, Shep Bears a few years ago. They pulled off one of the great upsets and beat them by a couple of points. So you never know. You just got to get there on the day. How producer Sam Watson saying he was there? What what on earth are you doing with your life? Look, I I love the chat about the Golden Valley Footy League. Yeah, you were on a footy trip to go and watch Golden Valley Grand Finals. <laughs> I'll check out your footy trip next time. I'm coming along. Uh, all right, Moo, that was a great chat, mate. We'll catch up again next week. Hopefully you can. there's more joy in the pattern that we've got, things we're more excited about next week, but hopefully those two get up for you tonight. Yeah, let's hope so. Thanks, Bob. Cheers. All right, we'll go to a break. Go, Shet Bears! Whatever. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Let's go for a break. We're on the Friday form panel. You're listening on SEN Track and you're watching on Trot's Vision. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Jason, slice of heaven, Dave Dobbin. It's the first film I ever went to see at the cinema. Uh, Foot Rot Flats, um, Dave Dobbin. Uh, a lot of Kiwis are embarrassed of Dave Dobbin doing that, but he's actually a, he's a genuinely top art. Three, two. Top art, Johnny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what did you have? You had a question for me. No, I did. Well, question I was, without notice. 
Um, were you surprised? But she shortened our last arena last night when I had a little look. Was three dollars thirty zigzag zoo was two dollars seventy. Yeah, and I was quite surprised. But it's evened out a little bit now. Zigzag zoo three dollars two thirty for last arena. Yes, I was just I was going to say you surprised by the market, but the market's since changed. Well, so Timmy Allen again. I'm second time I've raised Timmy. He 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 asked me to write the game plan early this week. He wanted me to write it by today. For tomorrow, uh, I'm afraid it's going to look a bit funny now because I had last arena. We're going to have a big bet on this because it's $3.10 last night I wrote this. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> that is really bizarre that it ever was $3.10. Though. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it actually, with the combination of Albie, who's a very bullish character, probably not going overboard on burning questions and sort of saying she's handy, and then it turns up $3.10, I started to get, Concerned? What? Yeah. What did you make? Because we obviously had Andy and Albie on yesterday. Yep. What did you take out of that? Anything? Any push either way? Uh, not really. I mean, we had it confirmed that Zigzag Zoo is very likely to find the front. Already yep. thought that would happen, but now just a Molly Archer first to the pegs, hands up to Zigzag Zoo, right? So Zigzag Zoo has beaten good horses in front. That's that's where Zigzag Zoo lives. So. I can understand. In fact, in, in quaddies, I'm only playing two runners, Zigzag Zoo and Last Arena. I don't see anything else winning. Last Arena, though, the times that it's been running and it's been bashing some nice mares through that Vic Bread Platinum uh, Trotting Mare Sprint Championship Series. Now, yes, you're going up against the boys. Never easy to win off the second row. Going to have to do some work here. Good horse in front who likes the lead. It's not going to be easy. But I still mark the times, the numbers, and you know what? I don't get obsessed with numbers, but when they are this definitive, I actually had her in the red. I marked her like a dollar eighty, dollar ninety, because I just thought the the numbers here are undeniable, virtually. So I do think Zigzag Zoo's a winning hope. I think Last Arena should be a clear favourite, and I don't know about you, but I can't. A number of these are going okay, but I don't see any of the others winning. No, I, I see it as probably those are the. Uh, they're the two winning chances as well. But going with La Serena on top, um, she's been flying lately, as you mentioned, easily took out that Group 2 Mayor Sprint Championship and um, found the top on that occasion. And then even, as I mentioned yesterday, that Big Bread Series, that was really strong, the horses that she was chasing there, and and she wasn't far away either. So I'm going with her. Zigzag Zoo um, was looming into it uh, when contacting a wheel and breaking last start. Um, gets the front row here. Again, I think he finds the top and goes close. My used to be, I've got him for third. Uh, was a long way back last time out. Hit the line super. Has done that on a couple of ca- occasions. Hasn't looked like he's a chance and then storms home late. Uh, draw is awkward, but clearly has ability. And um, I've gone for fourth, Cyclone S. Adams, who was a good run last time after doing some work. Draw is a little bit tricky if uh, T2 Tommy doesn't leave the gate that well. Um, could, you know, be buried alive, but I think won't be that far away at the end. And I thought we might have got um, a bit of a price. I'm not actually sure what we've got. Oh, no, far too short. Nephew of Sunoco, I was going to say, I thought it was much better last time. Mm. Uh, much stronger race behind Vacation Hill. Had to sit in the breeze. I thought this was much easier, but he opened 17. He's now 8.50. I, I no, eight fifty is too short, I think, to be. But if he does drift out, he is one that could potentially, you know, go around at big odds and be a um a bit of a danger because he potentially is on that um on that way up again. I reckon if you want to have a place bet only on something here at a big big cricket score odds, 
Royal Glen Ferry actually went pretty good uh, at its first run in Victoria last start. Naked Ambition was only beat nine metres and was hunting home really well and had been racing, of course, at Tabcourt Park. Menangle now with uh, Ruth and Christian. We've got Debbie Minga in tonight. Um, but really, last arena clear top pick. I, I think the trend may continue now. Uh, I nearly take the 2.30 if you want to have a bet on it because I've got a funny feeling if it's moved this far this quickly, uh, she might start in the red. Zigzag Zoo, the clear and present danger. Third pick on with you, my used to be. We both had it in the black book from the last run. And I still thought even though she's not racing or he's not racing really well this preparation so far, Justin Molly Archer looks definitely first to the polls and then hands up to Zigzag Zoo. So four dollars a place, you know. It's my fourth pick, and I, maybe that's a bet in the race as well if you don't want to take either of the favourites. But I've settled on the numbers 10, 6, 7, and 3. We'll go over another break because we've got to clear one more, and then we'll come back. We'll talk about the final race in the program at Tabcorp Park, Melton, and also have a quick look at, uh, at Tabcorp Park, Menangle, and maybe even discuss a little pony going around at Aubrey tonight. Who knows? We'll see, we'll see what we get up to. You are watching the Friday Form Panel on Trot's Vision and listening on SCN Track. On Trot's Life, it's time for the Friday Form Panel with Jason Bonington and Nikita Ross. Jason. Oh, hang on. Really? Uh, I know the song. Something so strong? And you're as crowded house. Everyone's looking at me. I feel pressure. Um, Let's have a look. Something so strong. Nice. Uh. Oh. Is that it? No. Only natural, yeah. Three old. Draw. I can't believe it. I cannot believe We'll have time for the uh, tie break. Tie break. Get another song up. Cox, you're not yet. We'll, we'll go through the last race and then we'll play that. I can't believe it. I knew it was Crowded House. I got it all the way. Where did it Something so. All these songs are the same. Song. All these songs are the same. <laughs> I love them, but all these songs are the same. Race nine's the high price claimer. Um, it's an interesting situation here, isn't it? Because it's a small field and you would think that that would benefit the class runners. But they're both dead set did sprinters. So that old single file formation that I talk about sometimes has got a big a big play here. Mm. The thing about Celetic, he has trial well, and I reckon he races best fresh. Yep. So, I've, yeah. Yep. I've gone with him. Um, you know, I feel like Bernie and, and Celetic have taken turns about in some of these claimers. But um, as you mentioned, they've both got the same racing style. Celetic probably has that just higher turn of speed, and for that reason he goes on top. But it could be quite tactical. Um, Bernie didn't have much luck in the pure steel, which is a much stronger race. So clear second pick, ample power, wasn't far behind them last week, never too far away. So consistent. He's third and Aussie Battler fourth. I think they look the four top clear class runners. So six, five, three, four, two in the night. I'm going to go. Yes. Six, five, three, four. And I tell you what, you know, it's time for me to have a break. When I say this Struve, I've got on top. And if I was having a bit in this race right now on the prices, I'd have ample power each way. I, I liked him at a price last week, like for a 
sort of place. He wasn't far behind. But here he gets across, hands up to Aussie Battler, and if it's single file formation, he'll run past Aussie Battler, you'd think. Yep. And then the other, you know, yep. he's the one that I think is the silly price. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So let it get on top, but ample power is a silly price. Let's have a quick squeeze at these races tomorrow night. Let's pick out a couple uh, tomorrow night at Menangle. But um, what are you keen on here? The pale face, Adios, obviously, we speak about first. Yeah. I need to, admittedly, I haven't gone back and watched Krug's. Um, obviously, made a, <laughs> made a mistake um, last week. Uh, need to go and watch that. But yeah, excited to see him act now, no doubt. Uh, there's an article up. I think Jody will be probably having a dip for the for the top with Act Now. We know how quick he is, and I thought he was really good last week. Um, rock and Roll Do is out of the draw, which hurts him a little bit, but he was sensational last week. So what a what a terrific race! I just yeah can't wait for that one. It's going to be a pearl. Uh, yep, looking forward to seeing a lot of these Naratak Prince. It seems to have gone to another level recently. Uh, beyond a lot, I think we'll love Manangle. Um, so that's going to be a really interesting race. And then the Sibilia, any thoughts here? Um, let me just Antonia um, is first up from a break. Stolish Memphis is going to be a hot, your relatively hot yeah, favourite. Yeah, look, uh, she's going to be hard to beat, isn't she? But, you know, Antonia is a nice mare. You know, I love Majida. Well, my old mate Majida might cross it. I, I don't, you know, I don't have to look back, but I really might be able to cross those. And if it does, it'd be very hard to beat. Yeah, what's, what price is she? Uh, Probably around the four dollar uh, mark. Three sixty. Well, why two ten for stylish Memphis? And you got one racing tonight at Albury, Jitterbug Garden. Yep. Any I winning chance? Uh, look, she's big odds, but I think she's a, a sneaky place chance. Yep, I think she will run well in race three. All right, with about forty seconds to go, one more song, Cox. You do. It's, 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 this is my last Friday form panel for a fortnight. Jason, how bizarre! <laughs> and he's done it. He goes on holiday. He goes on break a winner. <laughs> The bottom maker does it. Uh, I knew that one, but I just I want to send you off on a winning note. So God bless you. Well done. God bless you and your whole family. I hope that horse wins tonight now. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's been enjoyable, as always, Friday form panel. Hopefully on Trot's Vision you enjoyed it on SEN Track, you enjoyed it. Big action coming up right around the station. But now I'm headed downstairs because I've got to do an hour of Taz Racing Tour. Stick with us, SEN Track. Love it. Thanks, Keith.